and welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence, and it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. I'm Sean. Here's a short episode. Yeah, we gotta do uh, something a little bit different this week, uh, because... We've been running hard. Yeah, it's been really shitty. Let's be honest. Well, you know, yeah, because obviously, as you know, we you know it's you know we've had to deal with uh, the passing of one of our cats. Yeah, and the holidays obviously came aboard. I was in Los you, Angeles yep. for a week. You went to sl- SummerSlam. I went to summer. That's right, I did. You I went, went to all the wrestling. I had a very big wrestling weekend. You sure did uh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, that was quite the time. Yeah, but you know, and then we were gonna. We didn't get a chance to produce an episode on uh, last week, yeah, because of the holiday. And I was really like, well, I didn't want to screw anything up for, you know, for our podcast again this week, right? So I was like, you know, but the thing is, is that you know, we have books. Obviously, we have. Oh, uh, we books. have so so many books. We'll tell you. We I posted on Facebook that we went to a Black Friday sale at mm-hmm. uh, Mile High Comics. Mile High Comics, and oh my gosh, we got so many things. Yeah. We'll talk about that. But yeah, but in a, and I have some stuff that we were lined up, but it was just, it's one of these things where like, as you know, I am the, the king of podcasting and. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize I married into royalty. <laughs> hey, what's better than being a king? <laughs> oh no. Uh, That's right. We just watched that Aquaman trailer. Well, I watched this before, but we got to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. But we can talk. We got a lot to talk about, yeah. but yeah, we ended up, um, yeah, I ended up just being. I, I'm constantly editing podcasts. I know. It's, it's all, your job. It's my job. Your literal job. My li- actual life job is to edit all the podcasts. Every single podcast you have ever heard of, it's ever it's edited by yeah. me. Yeah, that's true. But I uh, weirdly enough, not this one. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we. I don't, don't know who edits this one. We don't edit. <laughs> we just put it up as is. But yeah, I just uh, I've been running. Running hard at both ends, and uh, you know, so today's kind of gotten behind us. Yeah, we were so well, particularly because this week got away from us because we got a new addition to our family. We did. We adopted another cat. Yeah, a little, a little boy. Yeah. So, but just to kind of clarify, uh, as you can probably tell by the description and everything, there is no book. This yeah. Week. So, if you're waiting for a book, and that's the only reason you want to be here. I would recommend turning it off. <laughs> no, 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 don't, no, no. I mean, don't. You can sit, stay and listen, please. But if we're you were... We're talking comic stuff. We're we, talking... we still will. But if you were just like, I only want, I only like when they talk about the book, there is no book this week. Yeah, we got to take a break off of the book, you know, which is uh, something. But I did want to make <sighs> yeah, sure that we, we, you know, we had something to come out and, you know, we got, there's stuff to talk about. So, you know, let's, let's update. And, uh, yeah. I, My know, favorite murder calls the mini-sode. But, yeah, we got a new addition to the family. Uh, he is... A new cat. Our new cat. Our new cat. His name is Harley. Yes. Not after Harley Quinn. No. After a wrestler. It's after the <laughs> seven-time, uh, some possibly disputed eight-time, uh, unrecognized eight-time NWA <laughs> champion, uh, Harley Race, the professional wrestler, Harley Race, uh, who is, uh, or for, for, the, for those of you that watched the WWF in the 1980s, King Harley Race. <laughs> uh, Why was he a king? Was he fighting Jerry Lawler? No. Actually, Jerry Lawler sued the WWF for using the king, uh, for Harley Race using the king moniker in Memphis. Because Jerry Lawler is known so well as the king in 
Memphis oh, of you know the wrestling game right, Memphis. Right. Yeah, you know, they had to. That, there's some bullshit going on back in the '80s, but you know Harley Race is uh, one of the what was one of the best wrestlers in the of, of his era. Yeah, and when he you know towards the end of his career, he ended up going to WWF. You know because the territories were basically gobbled up by Vince McMahon, and mm-hmm. he had no. He need. I guess he he lost a lot of money on the Kansas area, Kansas City territory, so he needed to need to make some some big time money. Mm-hmm. You know, and where else are you going to do that? But the WWF, you know, for somebody that they can, you know, they put him with Bobby Heenan and they're like, hey, here's Harley Race. He's the king of wrestling. I mean, he's a seven time champion. Here's the thing, though, in the 1980s, they never recognized that on WWF TV. So he oh. was just, he just showed up and he was like, here's this guy with a, here's this guy dressed up like a king. Nonetheless, our new cat, Harley, is named after him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he likes to give headbutts like Harley Race does. <laughs> he does. Harley Race did invent the flying headbutt. Yeah, smart. <laughs> so, uh, so Harley is a, he is a very sweet cat. So we actually, this kind of ties in with the stuff we did this weekend for Black Friday. Yeah, it does, actually. Because uh, after we went to our Black Friday sale, we were like, maybe we want to go and take a look at... Mm, the shelter. The shelter and say, you know, because we've been, you know, wanting to get Leela a friend. And... It's, it's been very quiet in the house without Tully. Who yeah. uh, is also was also named after a wrestler. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I name all the cats after wrestlers, and Leland names all the, or Jen names all the cats after after other things, other things that aren't wrestling. Right. So <laughs> yeah, we went to the to the shelter, mm-hmm. see the cats, see the cats, and just see you know what was going on. You know, mm-hmm. there were so many. And there were so many, so many lovable cats. Please adopt. Don't shop. Yeah, always. But we saw him just sadly sitting in the corner. And he just broke my heart. And I was like, oh, he's so pretty. And so we kind of hung out with him, but he was so shy. He was, like, trying to get him. Like, if he could have phased through the wall, I think he would have. Like, he was just yeah so upset. Because, obviously, he hadn't been in the shelter that long. They had neutered him the day before. And then they threw him in with a bunch of other cats. And so he was having a hard go. And uh-huh. then, of course, we show up to be like, yeah. So we yeah. didn't adopt him that day. Literally, we're like, Ugh. We thought about it, yeah. and then the next morning we woke up and we said, let's go back and get him, if he's still there. Yeah, because he's a very sweet boy, and he's been, uh, you know, he, was, he wasn't there for very long, and just, you know, he's got a very unique look about him, much he's like uh, Leela Face. Face does, because Leela, has a, she's a muted calico. Mm-hmm. She's a really pretty color. She's, really, she's just a beautiful cat. You know, obviously, if you've... On our Instagrams. <laughs> Instagrams and stuff. You've seen Leela, and she's just a gorgeous cat. And mm-hmm. Harley sort of looks like Tully in somewhat ways, but he's got more white on him, I think. Yeah, he's also Tully was brown and white. He's black and white. Well, he's not, so but much, he's also smoky. Yeah, he's not he's so like much smoke. It's like white. silvery smoke. Yeah, it's really he's cool, got, actually. It's actually like I'm like you look at it. It's like man, that's kind of rad. Yeah, he's pretty cool looking. Yeah, so he's a uh, he's he, and he's a. Uh, been a handful since we've gotten him. <laughs> he was not, sick. But, but, but primarily because he was not feeling well. Because, you know, a lot of times when you get cats from the shelter, yeah. you know, they sometimes come down with what's, it's called, is it called kennel cough mm-hmm. or just whatever? Yeah. So they come down, but they come down with these viruses. It's an upper respiratory infection and it's really common in cats, especially in a shelter environment. And he wouldn't eat. And then we had to take him to the vet. We had to take him to this vet. We had to do. So it has been a trying thing, but he is feeling better. And he is finally eating. Yeah. God. Oh God! Yeah. After like God. three days of not eating, we I'm spent. Like, oh God! We went to the to our primary vet this week, uh, today. Yeah. And we were like, "Look, what is up with him? You know, we need to yeah. figure out what's going Cause on." Because he's not eating. He's not eating. That's and, not and good. He had he had a fever. Yeah. 
uh, and he, you know, is just being really lethargic. He's just having a hard go. Thankfully, probably shortly before bringing him to the vet today, I think his fever yeah. finally broke, and he was much more active and just, you know, better, be, being better. And uh, and we were just like, okay, when's he gonna eat? When's he gonna eat? And I can't tell you how anxious I was for a cat to eat. Yeah. And well, because our vet was like, you know, if he doesn't eat by Friday, we're gonna have to place a feeding tube. And I was like, get out of here! Yeah, <laughs> I was like, put a fucking feeding tube in a cat. I was like, I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> I'm not doing that? That is not a thing that is happening anytime. No, that's ridiculous. So, I mean, it's just how horrible and painful would that be for him? And uh, and you have to leave it in for two weeks. And I'm like, get out of here. Yeah, I know. I mean, look, I mean, I understand that's a that's a process, but... Our vet's really cool, and he really knows his shit, but sometimes he'll come out of left field with something like that, and I'm just like... He's like, let's put him in a hyperbaric chamber. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> what, what are you even talking about right now? So he finally started eating, so thank God no feeding tube for this cat. <laughs> yeah, no, we're very uh, we're very blessed about that, mm-hmm. so he's, uh, he's doing quite well. Yeah. So and that's the cat saga. That's the cat saga. But yeah. on Black... Uh, no, it wasn't. It was actually on Saturday. It wasn't Black Friday. Well, Black Friday, we did some shopping too. We did do some shopping on Black Friday. Do you want to talk about that one first? Or do you want to talk? Oh, about... yeah, let's we'll just talk about an order because so uh... on Black Friday, we went to Second and Charles, which was very exciting because it's just a great store to go to. I can't, I don't know why I, I go there and a lot of time now it's like we go back so often. There's like a lot of just the same shit that's there. Well, we're gonna have to check the other ones out now. Yeah, I know, but I like, I just like, we look... need to go to that Fort Collins one. Yeah, I just like looking at garbage. <laughs> literally i just say like, we've talked about this on the show before but literally they'll just have like just piles of action figure crap and like books yeah. and stuff and you're just like hey but yeah oh, i'm sorry um i didn't buy any comic book related stuff because i i bought something for my dad and whatever so i wasn't really looking for that but you i think bought a trade right well, i bought a few trades i bought some trades for you for christmas well you can't tell me about them. i'm not gonna tell you about them but i did purchase uh a dis this a, a greatly discounted copy of the Marvel Firsts uh, Volume One from the 1990s. Mm. So it's the night. So they got because they which was is really cool. They you, you've probably seen these. I'm certain if you guys are out there looking at trades and stuff, but they have like basically like these milestone issues of stuff from like you know like first issues mm-hmm. you know collected in the you know from the 70s 80s and 90s and yeah. you know the 90s one is like right up my alley because it's basically like in the volume that I have it's like you know dark hawk and new warriors and just you know terror inc and just stuffed it on like it's <laughs> like i needed this <laughs> only sean cares about is in this book but it's also it's coming at a great price so i'm like well i can't not, not i think it was like 12 bucks or it was something like considering the cover price you know the usual price is like 30 yeah 40 bucks that's what's great about second and charles yeah so i was like you know and usually like i've gotten a lot of stuff there that's quote used but it doesn't even look like the spine was ever cracked no because probably people just have it and they're just like i just need it's just overstock or some shit yeah it's overstock we just got rid of it or whatever it's like it's like i end up spending like a buck 50 it's like when you go it's like when i used to book that looks brand new yeah yeah, it was uh, it was reminds me when I used to work at uh, Second Spin, mm-hmm. and you get people, you know, since we worked in Hollywood, you know, oh yeah, it was that was right by like in Studio City, nonetheless, or Sherman Oaks, I guess technically, but people would come in 
like from like the studios or just like wherever it is in town. Yeah. And just, you know, screeners and shit. And, you know, I, I remember. You can't the, take screeners, though. We couldn't take screeners, but they would have, sometimes they would have barcoded copies. And I think sometimes we would take the screener. Sometimes if it's like something we could sell, we'd be like, sure. yeah, we'll just put a sticker over it. So they, people would show up with that stuff. And well, that's were, the Pulp Fiction in Culver City mm-hmm. is the same way because it's like right there by Sony and whatever. And a lot of people, and there's a lot of journalists and just people who work in the industry. There's a lot of people who get comics, like trades and stuff, for free. Mm-hmm. And then they come in and they just give them to Pulp Fiction. See, I didn't realize that. Yeah, that's why there's so many of them over there. A lot of them in really good shape, too. Yeah. Pulp Fiction, another great store, by yeah, the way. Yeah, it's a great store. Uh, so they have a lot of like discounted stuff. Like, I got things, I think, that's where that Wonder Woman uh, golden age, the one I bought, the trade. When the, did you buy that from... I did. Uh, from, did we still talk about Second and Charles? No, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, I got it there, and I got it on clearance, and hadn't even been open. It was, oh. like, brand new, too. I think I bought a brand new copy of, like, a, one of the DC archives of Doom Patrol. Yeah. Which was, like, I'm like, usually those... I, I, They're usually, super expensive. Usually a lot of those things, yeah. They're, it, like, it, 40 bucks. Yeah, but the thing great thing about uh, Pulp Fiction, just as we're talking about cool stores, but uh, they do 40% off all the time yeah. for trades, and it's, like, certain... But for Marvel and DC, and then they have, like... Indies. Indies that are, you know, maybe like 30. they change it to 30 for everything. I don't remember. Maybe. I don't know. Like I, right before I have, Yeah, and then they have lots, lots of dollar comics stuff. It's a good store. Yeah. But, um, so, so we went to Second and Charles. We got some good stuff. Sean got some good stuff. Uh, the next day, we went to Mile High Comics. Oh, also, I just remembered. I bought, at Second Charles, I bought a Game Genie. Oh, that's right. Okay, here's I don't I, know why you thought that was a first Sega. I saw it in your basket, and I was like, oh, SNES. Because it said Game- Genesis on it. But I honestly, babe, looking at it, I knew it was for Super Nintendo. <laughs> I am a naive motherfucker. <laughs> Maybe because I'm, you know, I'm used to looking. It's my Super Nintendo, so I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that's for that. Yeah, like- no, I'm, I'm an idiot. <laughs> Although, thankfully, we have a Super Nintendo, so mm-hmm. I was able to do that but mm-hmm. uh so anyway so on friday we went to uh or sorry saturday we went to mile high comics mile high comics which was great because they were doing 60 percent off all of their single issue back stock yeah they unless, had a it, unless it had like a blue sticker on it so there's a couple things in there obviously you can buy a comic for two thousand dollars yeah one issue of comic at mile high because it's like a super old issue you know great condition or whatever but those had like the blue sticker you're not going to get 60 percent off that yeah. um there of course there are certain issues that you're not going to get a deal on but it was 60 percent off single issues of the back issues 40 percent off trades 40 percent off trades 30 percent off toys i want to say yeah 30 or it was 30 percent off hardcovers and toys something like that or maybe it was just a, uh, see, there like, was no nothing off like the dollar books but that's okay was it 20 20 percent off of toys Me, i don't remember I don't know. there the was toys, like a whole sign I know, i'm forgetting what it was but it was, it was it's a giant freaking warehouse and if you go on facebook you'll see some of the pictures i posted of it because it's so big and there are tables like you can just sit down because that's you're going to get tired and you're going to need to sit down. Yeah, that's the thing. You they literally have like nice big tables where you can just sit down and like have a coffee. And yeah, just kind of sit down. Just kind of reflect out. on your purchases and be like, yeah. Usually, actually, what's kind of great about it is you get to sit down and kind of think about it's like, if I'm not going to buy this. Yeah, because you have like a big like a basket full of shit. And the, the, that what that's actually what I love is that they'll take like baskets and they'll just leave them all over the and they'll leave them in there and I'll be like, oh, where do I get the baskets? Oh no, this is for B. Yeah, and then you take it and. Then and you, uh, you know, you you put you throw your shit in there, and yeah. uh, that's that's what I was doing. I I went to the dollar boxes, and I only 
looked through a couple because there were so many. Yeah. There are so I cannot even tell you. you can, how here's many. the thing. You can go back we, I mean we can go back there multiple times and still not even And not get through all the dollar boxes. Yeah. So I, I bought one comic, I bought a Submariner from the eighties. I think t- no, 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 it was Tales to Astonish. Tales to Astonish. Oh, is it? I thought it was a Submariner. Well, it's a Submariner reprint, but it's Tales to Astonish. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's the reprint. It's a, I got you. Yeah. Okay. So I bought that, and I was like, "Oh, we'll do this for the show." But then um, I also bought a trade. I got a that silver issue, World's Finest, Volume Two. Yeah. That was forty percent off, so I was happy about that. And that's then, the time to get something like that, yeah, because that's what I'm collecting. And then I got, you know, because I'm trying to really do trades now. So then I ended up getting some Lois Lanes because obviously they aren't collected. Yeah. So I, which is know. a crime. It really is. You know what? Too because those um, archive really nice. You know which one? Like the Doom Patrol one. They had a whole display of them, and they have you know ones I've never seen. They have the Challenger of the Challengers of the Unknown one. They had. You're going to miss the motion picture. <laughs> They had something else, some like weird, like one I had never heard of, like a bunch of shit. They don't even have the Lois Lane. The one that you bought. Yeah. Remember how we found that Lois that, Lane? That I didn't even know existed. I didn't even know it existed, but Mile High doesn't even have it. Of all places, Amoeba, I mean, Amoeba Records had it. Right. Amoeba Records had it. I mean, I could have asked them. They may have had it like, cause they don't, everything that they have is not out. Uh, probably not because yeah. they can't be. So you, if well, they have fucking catacombs. They they literally have catacombs. <laughs> so it's like it's like there's like a probably about uh, a good. I would. S- would you say about half? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. About maybe half less. Maybe ju- maybe maybe not. Maybe less than half. But it's definitely feels. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot of what they have is just stored. I mean, you could just see it. You could just yeah. be like, you know, oh, I think it's all back here. Yeah. And so what happens is if you because like I was looking through. And I'm sure if you've ever been to a con, you've seen the Mile High Comics booth, usually, especially like Comic Con or something, um, where it has like these drawers that slide out and you can look through all the stuff. So I was looking through for Lois Lane's and whatever. And then I was like, oh, do they have any romance comics? Mm. Because, you know, I love the old romance comics. So I'm looking like young romance and all that sort of stuff. Couldn't find anything. Did you just ask for just DC or did you... I only asked for DC, but when we were on the way out, I saw a bunch of indies that they actually have on display on the wall, but those were like the ones that were like, you know, 750 bucks or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I should have looked in the indies, but I didn't. Hey, you know what? Next time. We're going to go back for some wrestling. I know. So we'll, we'll do that. Maybe we but, will. um, <laughs> so I, I asked and I was like, you know, you go up to the help desk and there's people who are literally dedicated to just hanging out at this help desk and then going to get things out of the catacombs. <laughs> Excuse me. Can you find me <laughs> challenges of the unknown? Yeah. So I asked and they had some, they're like, Oh, here's one for $58. And I was like, you can keep that. for $58. Hey, why you suck my dick? They're like, but it's here. Like we'll walk to the back in the massive catacombs and go get it for you. And I did that for, <laughs> so I liked it that you're like, Hey, I want to find some, some romance comics. I'm like, hey, excuse me. There's a Wonder Woman issue from 1980 that has an animal man in it, and, <laughs> and which, by the way, I can never find that damn issue in any back issue. But bin. you found it, yeah. And I was like, hey, can I have it? And because you know it's discounted, and they're like, yeah, sure. You know, here's cool. You know, buy it for nine bucks. And I was like, whatever. But yeah, so I put I picked that up. Do you want to talk about anything else that you picked up? Mm, no, because I really just got... I mean, I got a bunch of, like, single-issue Lois Lanes. Yeah, yeah. Your primary, primary was that. Which was really exciting. You got, my you got Jimmy is, Olsen. I got a Jimmy Olsen. Yeah. I only got comics. one. Action Yeah. Oh, I did... did I, have, I don't think I got an Action Comics. No, no you got an Action Comics because it has uh, with the, the, the Eclipso backup. 
Oh, that's right. I bought that for you. Me. <laughs> uh, I did find an Action Comics that had an Eclipso backup that I bought for Sean. But like my thing really was what I'm going through because there were so many. Oh, my God. There were so many. I mean, I could have bought so much stuff. But my thing was literally like flip through and be like, $36? No. $7? Yes. Yes. Let's get the 60% off. Really? That's really what I was caring more about? So I bought a bunch of them. I'm like, I'll buy this for six bucks. I'll buy this for five bucks. And then it's 60% off that because I wasn't going to spend, if comic's 50 bucks, I'm not going to buy it. Even at 60% off. It's not going to happen. Here's the thing, too, about that place. It's like, I love that place. However, there is some stuff where. Some of it's overpriced. Oh, yeah. Let's be. There's some stuff where they're like, it's like you can get back issues of like, you know, for me, obviously, I'm just, this is for me. It's like, I'm looking for Quasar and I'm looking for, you know, Wonder Man or just whatever, just random issues of books that I need that I want you know for ship ball collections I'm trying to finish and they're like eight bucks ten bucks and I'm like you know twelve bucks and I'm like this is literally a dollar book like I can probably find it in the dollar bin and you're gonna sell to me like this and I'm like okay whatever yeah that was the thing there's a couple Lois Lanes that I picked up and they're not in the best condition but they were still labeled like five bucks I'll get it because it's 60% off but you've got to be kidding me with this five bucks shit because this it's in such shitty condition and it's not really one of those like it was the you know it's from 1950 whatever it's from like the late 70s yeah there's a bunch of them yeah you can find a and lot and sometimes of them. you'll actually flip through and there'll be like six of the same issue and they're all different prices yeah based on like what condition they're in yeah <laughs> so that's like, weird and the know. cheapest yeah so i'll take that cheap one but yeah so uh so for me i picked up uh I picked up a lot of varied stuff. I picked up a few. Actually, I did bite on a few back issues of Quasar because mm. I was like, well, they're like three bucks. And I was yeah. like, well, I can get that discounted. I primarily focused on action figures because yes. I just, I ha- I'm, so I'm scratching that figure itch lately. <laughs> Zack Ryder, Ben Hawkins. I blame Zack Ryder. Yeah. D- d- you should definitely blame Zack Ryder. I blame Zack Ryder. I'm going to tweet at him. He's a, he's, cause he, I'm cause be like, him this and- is all, next time I see you just standing with a bunch of fucking action figures, I'm going to be like, Zack Ryder, this is your fault. I'm going to tweet at him. You can also tag Kurt Hawkins. It's his podcast, too. Yeah, and be like, this is all your fault. Because uh, he, he listens to you guys talk about your figures, and then he wants to go buy action well, figures of his own. Well, just a quick thing that I want to shout out. So Kurt Hawkins and uh, Zack Ryder of the WWF, or WWE, they have a show called the Major Wrestling Figure Pod podcast, where they basically talk about wrestling figures. Yeah, obviously, um, that's their thing. Yeah. And, but they're like, they talk about it with a level of like fervor that I talk about Terror Inc., <laughs> you know, in the sense that it's like they're very granular on the things that they discuss, you know, that they really enjoy. Yeah. And they have a show actually on YouTube that the W produces that has them going to re- to stores and like toy stores and buying wrestling figures and just buying other crap that they need. And it's actually pretty friggin' hilarious because Zack Ryder bought a, bought a piece of wood for $800, you know. A piece of wood that was used as the mold... Is it for, for for a blister package? For the blister package. Yes. Of a certain wrestling figure. Yeah. But it's not the figure. It's it's the mold that made the, the plastic package. bubble that is stuck to the cardboard. It's a piece of wood. Yeah. For $800. That's you you ever do that? <laughs> oh no, I can't even. I mean, that's a thing. Like I I because now I've kind of gotten to this eBay kind of gimmick. Oh boy. Where I'm like on there and I'm like, "Oh, I want to try to look up some stuff." But then sometimes I'll just be like, uh, "I can't spend that much." No. Like, that was like I'm a grown man. Yeah, grown ass man. <laughs> grown ass man. But so we, uh, yeah. So so in short, I purchased a bunch of random figures. I got 
Uh, I did. I think the most expensive one I got was a He-Man uh, Masters of the Universe uh, Zodak, the kind of the I want to say Living Tribunal of the of the He-Man universe. I don't know. He's just some j- joke, but uh, but I like the way he looks, so yeah. I picked that up. And then I also picked up the first ever, the first cable mm-hmm. and the Toy Biz line because I'm a big fan of the Toy Biz figures. I got that. I got uh, Kane, but not the Rustler Kane, but X-Force Kane with the shooty outy hand. Oh, that's right. Uh, <laughs> that guy sucks, but I got I like him. Uh, I got a uh, Daredevil, a uh, Marvel superheroes uh, Toy Biz uh, from the 1990. Uh, so this was like 94. Mm-hmm. It, oh, I got uh, Daredevil in his uh, revised costume mm-hmm. with the black and the red and the silver and stuff. And I think that I like that costume a lot. Not a lot of people do. I also bought a mint on card Strife figure. S T R Y F E. Oh, boy. <laughs> As you know, he is uh, a alternate version of Cable. Mm-hmm. Because now my thing is now I want to buy as many of the as many of those uh, Toy Biz cables as I can. <laughs> Why? Because there was because there was like seven of them. Oh, okay. You know, because there was like things I bought because I went to L.A. I bought a cable with flip flops. No, not flip flops. Um, flippers. Yes, flippers. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, flip flops. I actually would have really loved if he came with flip flops. <laughs> just there casu- might be one that comes with casual cable. He's just like walking around in Bermuda shorts. Because literally, because literally, <laughs> you know, in the '90s, they were like, I could have seen it. Cable is the main Do, question. Oh, would those flip flops have pouches? Oh yeah, it, it's the '90s. You can fit a pouch on there. I think you probably could. You can fit a pouch on there. Um, but yeah, he uh, yeah. So I got that. Oh, I got a few other guys. But, but what you were forgetting. Is the greatest thing that you found while we were there? Oh, what the Wizard magazine? Which is a Wizard magazine? Yes, from so, 1998. No, 1994. 1994? No? 94. Oh yeah, I think it was from 98. 94. Uh, anyway. Oh yeah, because I, I was I was an idiot in 94. I'm, I'm an idiot now. <laughs> so we yeah we ended up getting a night. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, a. Um, because in the dollar bins uh, at Mile High, a lot of times you'll find old magazines. They had a lot of baseball ones. and Yeah, they got a lot of random ones. Sometimes you'll see old Wizard magazines. So Sean has been looking for a specific issue of Wizard for a long time. And it is the issue in which there is a letter from his brother uh-huh. that was published by Wizard magazine. That was me and Brian. That was, and, a, that was a joint effort. And Brian got literally we walked in. We walked to the first thing. I flip through and go, hey, here's some wizards. And he picks it up and he goes, oh my god, this is the issue. Yeah. It was like immediate. Number 39 uh, from, I think, November 1994. And it has Spawn on the cover because it is the 90s. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and I'm in the I'm in the, the, le- the editor letters well, to the editor and Pat McLaughlin, who is known as a, was a basically, you know. A dick. You know, smarky dick. You know, in the things he... Because uh, uh, the question was, will oh, there wait, right. ever be another Power Man and Iron Fist team up? Right. And the answer was this snide, well... The answer was like, well, it's like, well... They, they, his series was canceled, and his series was canceled, and their team up was canceled, so what do you think? Yeah. And looking back now, it's, well, I think they were right. <laughs> and you, snarky editor, were wrong. Yeah, I know. We, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they came back pretty strong. I mean, yeah. well, I mean, now both their series is canceled. I mean, yeah, well, I'm unless they I, moved I, to that Disney streaming. Yeah, thing. maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe Pat McLaughlin or John uh, Jim McLaughlin had the last laugh. 
Maybe. But they did also – I did. I was also uh, fortunate enough that uh, – my Brian was fortunate enough to get a picture along with his response. And it's uh, Luke Cage's head. Luke Cage's head saying, sweet Christmas. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So that's something that I'm very proud of. I'm actually looking forward to reading through some of those uh, – some of those uh, issues because I just love looking at them. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some good jokes in there from the nineties. Actually, there's some bad jokes in there from the nineties that I'll probably read and say, wow, I thought this was funny in 1994 <laughs> and it is ass in 19 in, in 2018. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I had some good times with that stuff. There's some, I got, I got a few other, I got a guardians of the galaxy trade. I got, got a few other things. I know I definitely got a few other things, mm-hmm. but yeah. And then I actually did pick up some stuff, well, no, we're talking about this past weekend, so I'm just because yeah. I'm thinking about because I haven't talked about my LA stuff that I got. I know, which you, we probably, which I think we'll hold off on. Yeah, yeah. And then after that, except oh, except you should probably tell people about how you were at a wrestling show where David Arquette almost died. <laughs> well, okay, I'll. Uh, do you want me to? Yes. Let's uh, you know. Let's let's just jump right to that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I did go to the Game Changer Wrestling's uh, Joey Janela's LA Confidential event. In Highland Park, California, uh, Los Angeles, California, mm-hmm. I was at the event where uh, a, it was actually uh, in a fucking bar somewhere. Well, first of all, it was in a bar mm-hmm. because that's what you do. You go to a bar and you watch Red. That's where they do these wrestlings. And there's no ring. No, there was a ring there. Oh, there was a ring. There was a ring. Afterward, they had a thing where they were like, let's take down the ring and just have the dudes fight on the floor. No. And that's when I was like, I got to (laughs) leave. I was tired. It was a long day. So (laughs) Nothing. I I, I could have stayed. But see, that's the thing. That's what I don't like. Like, I don't like those small little shows. Like, I won't, if we go to a small show, I will stay in the back. Yeah. Because I don't like being up close knowing that some dude might fall on me. Oh, yeah. I've seen enough Botchmania. Oh, yes, you have. Yes, you have. You you, you, you now watch Botchmania with me, and every time there's I always... I enjoyed Botchmania. There's always a guy doing a flip. gets thrown into, like, some dude sitting there on a folding chair, and I'm like, you know what? I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. I don't want to be the guy sitting on the folding chair. I don't want to be the person just sitting there and be like, I sat here, now I'm... Now I'm... My, my femur's broken. Right. Yeah, I have no interest in that. So... Nothing would upset me more than being at a wrestling show where it's just dudes fighting in a crowd. <laughs> right. Well, that's eventually what happened because right. so David Arquette, who has been doing a wrestling comeback this year, something where he was just like, you know what? He loves wrestling. He loves wrestling and everybody has given him shit. Because didn't he end up writing for the for TNA or the E? No, that's Freddie Prince Jr. Oh, they're the same person to me. No, they're not. They're vaguely similar men. They're I'm, both tall, thin, white guys with brown hair. Vaguely similar men. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> push back a bit on that. I think vaguely for, similar. Like if you saw them from a distance, I would be able to recognize the, David Arquette over Freddie Prince. Okay, if you saw them from Junior. A, okay, if you saw them from thirty feet away without your glasses, would you be able to tell them apart? Yes. What? I without your glasses on? I don't know. Hopefully, one day I'll have that chance. <laughs> I was like, hang on, wait a minute. Are those celebrities? I would just be like, those are two dudes with brown hair. And then when I got closer, I'd be like, oh, those are two famous men. Yeah. (laughs) Celebrities! Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, but anyways, uh, David Arquette's been going back into wrestling. Originally, the match was supposed to be Joey Ryan, the penis wrestler. I love the penis wrestler. Yeah, so if you basically look up Joey Ryan. (laughs) Joey Ryan's gimmick's actually really great. Except for the penis part. I mean, the penis part's funny. The one thing I hate about his gimmick and so he comes out he looks like rob delaney <laughs> he does that because he's got a super hairy chest he's got this big bushy like macgyver mustache and or tom Selleck mustache and he comes out to like 
Do you like Pina Coladas? Yeah, that song. And he's like wearing like a Bahama, you know. Tommy Bahama shirt. Tommy Bahama shirt and like shorts and whatever. But he has a like a lollipop. Oh, yeah, the lollipop. This is what upsets me. And then he'll put it in someone's mouth and then kick them in the face, which that I don't like. Also, he puts the lollipop a lot of times in his shorts. Yeah, that it's not. It's just I worry someone else is going to choke. Uh, oh, yeah. That's all. That's because it's dangerous. Everything else is fine. The penis plexing. He came out with like penis druids yeah that was a at the all-in event yeah but so, so basically so, yeah. so he was supposed to wrestle nick gage who is a convicted felon he cool. served time for bank robbery uh and, but he was also known in czw combat zone wrestling as a deathmatch wrestler so basically okay. and if you don't know what deathmatch wrestling is basically you know have you ever seen the wrestler yeah Remember well, wait, that? I, okay, it's a rhetorical question. Yeah, sure. No, I mean, like, if you've seen the movie The Wrestler, there is a death match in there where it's basically like they hit each other with what, like light tubes, and there's thumbtacks, and there's bugs because spray. the butcher's in it. Yeah, Necro right. Butcher. Yeah. Necro Butcher, that's his name. And like bug spray in the face, it's just really gross and disgusting, and they get all bloody, and there's like barbed wire and shit. Yeah. So basically, that's what Nick Gage is known for, and so Nick Gage. Is like the champion of this promotion, and he was supposed to wrestle Joey Ryan. Well, Joey Ryan tore his pec like a week before this happened. Oh, he did a Triple H? Yes. <laughs> he ripped his tit. So he had to bow out of that. Although he did show up at the event and did a, a, a super kick to somebody. But sure. So, at, so that meant that, you know, since it was a big event, somehow uh, the guy that puts the show together, which is Joey Janela, who is a... Uh, uh, a character in himself uh, book got David Arquette to do it on I think like three days notice oh god right and so David Arquette who basically you know has been he's got himself in pretty good shape yeah for David Arquette he came out uh, to do this match with Nick Gage and basically it was a death match Mm. which oh god involved uh Lots of light tubes, lots of, you know, chairs, lots of everything. And at one point, uh, Nick Gage was doing... Because obviously, I mean, it's a worked match. Yeah. But the hazards of doing... But they're still match, actually bleeding. In it. Oh, they're still bleeding. I mean, there's a point where they're walking through the crowd. I mean, you got David Arquette, Dewey from Screams, actual blood on display. Ugh. You know, and then and, and there's a man... A convicted felon beating him. <laughs> God. And no one is stopping it. And nobody is stopping it. And everybody's like, this is great. <laughs> right? God. So he, uh, so yeah, at one point, the, he had a part where he had a light tube and he was going to slowly broke it over David Arquette's head. Uh-huh. But the light tube sliced his, uh, David Arquette's jugular. David Arquette, you know, who I think has done all of one death match. In his entire career, this one that I saw <laughs> uh, was, uh, you know, he I, he got cut. So he tried to end the match, and yeah. they kind there's a kind of a communication breakdown. Because I think what was happening was David Arquette was kind of freaking out. Yeah, you know, because he had a because because he was bleeding from his neck. Yeah, he was literally bleeding. I mean, there was blood everywhere. Oh God, on him, and he. He, he first of all, I'm not saying he was a. I mean, I'm not gonna. Say, I'll say this: he was a pro. Yeah, he was. Friggin' wild, you know, for him to even do that, you know. Let alone the fact that he is a, a still a working actor. Yeah. <laughs> so who's now bleeding in a bar in the middle of Hollywood somewhere? And uh, he came out. Yeah, and he, yeah, and he can't. So they had to end the match really quick. 
But because at some point, you know, he because Nick Gage, I think, was not trying to end the match. He right. or maybe he didn't realize that, that David wanted to do so. Nick Gage, so David Arquette had to shoot on Nick Gage. Oh god! You know, like break kayfabe and yeah. try to stop the match for real. <laughs> which, and tw- if you so when you when you think about this, had you say had you realized in two thousand, you would say that. Uh, David Arquette, who is a uh, actually a former WCW World Champion, <laughs> would soon shoot on a a convicted felon in a death match. Oh, God, and I was, I, but nonetheless, I was there to see it <laughs> in person. Yep, it was friggin' wild, and I've never, I haven't been to a wrestling event like that in a long time. So if you ever get a chance to check out anything from Game Changer Wrestling and Joey Janela, uh, it is wild if you're a wrestling fan if that's something you want to see you know if that you're into finally check it out so yeah. uh yeah and then uh i guess so i guess real quick you know because we should be wrapping this up yeah but we wanted to touch on let's touch on the uh, aquaman trailer yeah so they dropped a new i mean i guess the last aquaman trailer before the movie comes out in december where we got more footage we got jason momoa in a shiny aquaman thing at the very end there yeah he's got the shirt a different logo also for this one was it, it? yeah was it's not the uh the super grim dark logo of the justice league this is a more it's like white and pearly and shiny and okay uh i don't know if it was in the other trailers but i it definitely stood out to me for this one amber heard's hair <laughs> that fucking wig is a travesty <laughs> there was a shot it is in the tra- so upset they didn't they didn't really show a lot of it in this tra- this most recent trailer but there was a one shot where they Someone show her needs to color correct that shit before it, goes to the screen it looks like it's awful it just looks like a literally a shitty mop it does it looks like someone melted a crayon and threw it on her head it is awful <laughs> it's awful oh man this trailer actually makes it because there's a lot of stuff people are very skeptical also, about. Also, Nicole Kidman is in this movie? Well, that's the thing. First of all, this movie, people are very skeptical of this movie because it's DC and people are like, oh my God, what's this going to be like? You know, and it's Aquaman. You know, we yeah. don't know what to expect. And this movie looks great. I'm actually kind of pumped for it because yeah. there's like I'm, fiery I'm, Krakens and. Yeah, that's true. There's a, a kaiju. As a fuck, yeah, fucking kaijus, and you got Willem Dafoe teaching kids <laughs> how to swim. Willem Dafoe is probably going to chew all of the scenery. I hope he does, and that's probably going to be great. I hope he just walks in and he's like Pac-Man. He's, he's like, op, op, literally, op, op. he's gonna. It's gonna be like hey, one of those Spider-Man. Op, op, yeah, op. I kind of hope that he's one of those. Like he's the only. He knows what kind of movie he's in. He's doing. Oh, it's sure a comic book movie. Yeah, be over the top. Yeah, no, do it up. So yeah, he's uh, he's doing that. And uh, also, there's something. Oh, Black Manta looks awesome. Yeah, Black Manta does look cool. Yeah, like I think I, I think I've seen some of that before, but this is like the there's a and I'm wondering how he factors into the movie. That's actually got me really intrigued because yeah. you know you got all this stuff going on in the sea. You got Ocean, you got Patrick yeah. Wilson as Ocean Master. You I know. think for me that that's what worries me. I am excited for this movie. I'm going to give it a shot because I have no idea yeah. what to expect from this, but. The sheer number of villains in the movie. Obviously, Willem Dafoe is going to be a villain. You've got Ocean Master. You've got Black Manta. Yeah. You know what? Now also, Kaiju. Also Kaiju. Also a Kaiju. So I'm, Also Amber Heard's wig. Also Amber Heard's wig. So I'm a little worried that there's going to be a lot going on. Like, like way a Spider-Man t- 3 kind of thing. Yeah, like way too much stuff going on for this movie where it could have been if we just had Black Manta 
and nobody else, yeah. maybe that would have been the way to go. But I honestly don't know. I mean, I haven't seen well, it. They're, they're pretty, I can't I, say. You know what I feel like? I feel like DC does this because they are... Afraid? Right. Well, they're afraid that they're this is the, the if they don't fit everything they want to do in at once, and they're not going to get another shot. They're pretty much guaranteeing themselves. They're pretty much saying to themselves, "We're not going to get another shot to do this." So let's literally put everything Aquaman into this movie. Is <laughs> is it because of what happened with Green Lantern? Probably because <laughs> they were like, "We just did Parallax, and we wanted to do I don't know what." It was going to be Hector Hammond, and we got fucking Avin Sir and Sinestro, right? And this, we that, wanted to and the other Guardians, thing. And, you know, and we yeah. wanted to. I'm surprised that movie didn't have Guy Gardner and John flying, farting around. If it was too. made today, it would. Oh, yeah, you certainly actually are. Yeah. But that movie's got so many fucking people in that movie. Oh, my God, everybody's in Aquaman. Because Nicole Kidman's in the movie. I was watching that trailer. Isn't it like, like, where, wait, is that Nicole Kidman? And she just kicked somebody? What is even happening in this movie? <laughs> well, she's but, a, like, literally every actor you could possibly think of is in this movie. John Hamm may be in this movie. Yeah. He may be a clamp. John Clamp. <laughs> He's just gonna be like his face on a clam. He's gonna be like, ah, cameo in Aquaman. It's just, you just fly by and it's just John Hamm. It's just like, hello. <laughs> it's just a CGI John Hamm face on there. It's just hanging out in the background drinking coffee. John Clam drinking a coffee. Is, is that Clam drinking coffee? Yeah, it's John Clam. Yeah, it's John Clam. Like well, a, Julie Andrews is going to be a voice of something. Julie Andrews is going to be a voice. Uh, Nicole Kidman plays Aquaman's mother. Her father, Aquaman's uh, Earth father. Yeah. Not because his because his uh, his water father is apparently Dolph Lundgren. I think. Sure. I think. I have no idea. I can't tell you. Is what well, his water father? I like I like, I like his water father. Water but his father. Earth father is played by uh, I think I think his name is Tamura Tamura Morrison. Okay. Who was was Django Fett? Yes, in a number of things, but also the important thing for the, Sean. The important thing was he was the main villain in uh, Marine Two. <laughs> the Marine Two, the WWE uh, produced Marine Two, starring Ted DiBiase I was, Jr. I was going to ask who was in that one again because I remember uh, John Cena was in Marine One. Yeah, he, he was one and done. Randy Orton supposed to be in it, but since he actually went AWOL, they were like, oh, we better not. He ended up being in the Marine, though, I think at one point. Was he the Marine, or was he just in it? I don't, you know what? That's a good question. I, I feel like he ended up, they, they they just kind of were like, yeah, I guess you're in one now. Yeah, fuck it. Because now the Miz is in all of them. Oh, yeah, it's all the Miz. It's all the Miz, and now Shawn Michaels is in there, and, you know, Becky Lynch is in there. <laughs> Shawn Michaels, the world's oldest man, or what's going <laughs> The world's oldest man. (laughs) He's still a sexy boy, but he's old. Well, that's what always killed me about, because I never watched Shawn Michael back in the day. So, Shawn Michael, I I am only familiar with him towards the very end of his career. Of course. So, he would come out, and, like, we saw them in Boston. Yeah. And he was doing a match, and he comes up to sexy boy, and I'm like... How old are you? And then he's like got all that hair and you can see it from where we were. Anytime he moved this huge bald spot. Oh yeah, he was And I was like, oh man. He was so thinning. I'm glad, I'm glad thinning is an understatement. He had a <laughs> Trump comb over. It was just really Trump come over. Instead of twisting it into that like, you know, a poo emoji that Trump has on his head, he just like let it grow. And just like <laughs> Oh man! So, so I'm glad he should, he finally cut his hair. So he, yeah, he took care. Of, yeah, well, obviously this is a wrestler hair talk. Yeah, sorry. Uh, you know, sorry. A lot this of hair talk. Yeah, this. no comics this week. Just all our wrestler hair talk. Just hair and uh, Mara hair. Go. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, 
But apparently, yeah, so he's so Nicole Kidman is opposite the guy from the Marine Two is the parents. Uh but yeah, but it but it looks wild. I'm looking forward to it. James Wan did it. Yeah. So that means which is uh, obviously he did uh the first first couple Saw movies. Oh you know. shit. So Lee Wanell is actually in it, the the guy from Is someone gonna have their head stuck in a bear trap? Oh I hope. <laughs> I hope uh fucking uh, there's a bunch of hypodermic needles and boxes oh. and shit or whatever it is in that movie. No, I think what was it? There's a saw. A saw. I don't remember which saw. Three? Probably. Sure. Yes. Where there's this girl who gets thrown into a pit of hypodermic needles? Yeah, that yeah. That one's upsetting. Yeah, that one sucks. Yeah, so that's that's Aquaman. So last thing I want to touch on before we go, uh, which is obviously a pretty big thing, uh, mm-hmm. is uh, the passing of Stanley. Yeah. R.I.P. Stan Lee. Yeah. Who uh, lived forever? <laughs> the old, yeah, that man who looked old since the day he was thirty. But yeah, I mean, he I lived, get it. He lived the life. Oh man, yeah, and he, he, did. he was a, a creator, uh, just a visionary. Yeah, and, and I, I think there's a lot of things because you know, and other people have said this so much better, and, and they'll be like, no, you know, Stanley took credit for so and so's work or whatever. But I think without Stanley's tireless marketing campaign yeah. of just himself and of the product of just being stan lee yeah and of the product in general i don't think we'd be where we are today with comics no because there was nobody else like him in comics no yeah as a person that you know stood out to be like like when you think comic books and a person associated with comic books you think stan lee like an actual human you know he's like probably the first person to come to come to mind right so yeah, but he did pass, and... Uh, I mean, he, he had a good long... I mean, shit, he was like 90... 93? I mean, that's, that's a good long life. And, yeah, it's a long life. And he'll, he'll be remembered forever. He'll be immortalized. And... I will say there is a... I probably retweeted... Maybe I retweeted it. I think I did retweet it. Uh, there's a video of him. I forgot what it's for, but it's him hanging out with uh, Rob Leefield and... Todd McFarlane, mm-hmm. and they're basically like, for whatever reason, they're pitching Stan like one of their shitty characters from Image, which like I think it's like you know Overkill or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he is, uh, and Stan, they're watching him like you know they're watching like I think like Stan, they're, they're both drawing him, and Stanley is just picking it apart. It's like, what does this guy do? What's this motivation? Like, but in a way that you're like, he is. You know, for all the excess of the 90s mm-hmm. and all that bullshit, he is just laying waste to these two undisputed, you know, icons of the industry, mm-hmm. you know, that – but it's like you can't out-icon Stanley. No. He is sunning them so hard. It is a fantastic video. I know I retweeted it. It's probably way back, but mm-hmm. it's it's freaking awesome. And it's one of those things where – you know, you remember Stan Lee for stuff like that. And you're like, man, that guy was awesome. Yeah. Like, he did some cool shit. He's also, I, I would say, he had a great, uh, somebody was like, I think somebody was talking about the Suicide Squad or something. Mm-hmm. And somebody was like, how would you fix Suicide Squad? He's like, let me write it. You know, <laughs> he has a great line with that. And also, anytime he's in, like, I mean, obviously all the cameos and the movies. Of course. You know, that, I'm, I'm actually really glad that, I, you know, he did a cameo in Teen Titans. Oh, yes. Uh, Seen times go to the movies. He's in there. Yeah. And he's like, I love cameos. I don't care if it's the wrong universe or whatever. Yeah. No, it's great. <laughs> it's it, fun. That, that was great. I mean, he's made, he's had he's had such a, 
I mean, just to him and being in uh, Mall Rats is actually a lot of fun. Oh, that's right, I forgot. He has a, he has a cameo rats. in there, and it's actually pretty funny. Uh, what was what, what? I also love him in the uh, the Lego games. Oh yeah, because you because <laughs> well, of course you know if you play the Lego games, uh, you have to find Stan Lee in peril. So usually he's like being like it's usually it's just this stupid shit like he's caught on like a, a telephone pole or like a, like a flagpole or you have to save him from chickens or something yeah. you know and he's like help generalissimo help your yeah. excelsior you know yeah. and he gives you a bunch of studs and it's freaking awesome and then you get Stanley and he's like got all the powers yeah he can do everything <laughs> he can literally do it he turns into a robot and there's a you know, there's a guy that runs out and puts a bunch puts some armor on him and stuff it's freaking awesome and they you know without a guy like him to anchor what comic books are, mm-hmm. you know, as a culture, we would not probably have a show like this. You know, we right. would not, there'd be a lot of things that'd be missing from our zeitgeist. And I think, you know, it's, it's definitely needs to be said, you know, about, you know, recognizing what he's done. I guess that's how I want to say that. So R.I.P. Stanley. R.I.P. Stanley. In honor of Stanley, next week we'll read a shitty, uh, spot, Avenger Spotlight, <laughs> because Stan Lee presents Avenger Spotlight. Of course he does. <laughs> he sure did. No, I mean, I mean, honestly, look, I mean, you know, without we wouldn't have Avenger Spotlight if there was no Stan Lee. I know that. So let's let's just put that out there. But that's it for this week's show. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week with an actual book, and uh, we do appreciate you guys uh, checking us out. Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Angry Hero Sean. And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram. You can find us on Facebook, Worst Collection Ever. Uh, email the show, worstcollectionever at gmail.com. And, of course, you can find us on the Apple Podcasts. Please rate, review, subscribe. Leave us five stars if you think we deserve it. We would really appreciate that. And I think that's about it for this week. So thanks again for listening, folks. And we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye.